Hey girl, hey. If you're new, we're so pumped you found us. And if you're back and a real OG, we're so glad you're here. Now you're listening to Girl Talk. We're your host, Courtney Olson, MF CEO of Girl Clothing and the woman with the world's deadliest thighs in Tauver Lee. Tav, let them know what's up. I'm Tauver Lee. I'm a social impact entrepreneur and the founder of Tauver Lee's Tribe. Unplanned and authentic. Together, we're serving you delicious dishes of mind, body, and soul nuggets to help you feel empowered and unstoppable. And we're not experts in any field, but we are two women over 35 who've got some dope-ass tools, stories, and entertainment value to add to your life. Know your worth and charge tax, bitch. Now let's make some magic. Welcome back to Girl Talk. We are so excited to be in part three of the series where we are talking about the Self-Love Success Academy. This has been such an amazing journey so far. Courtney and I are diving deep into so many really important topics that women or those that identify as women need to look at. This is our internal side. You know, who we are on the inside impacts everything that we do on the outside. And so, Courtney, let's get started into part three. So give us a quick summary, Courtney, on what we have focused on in part one and part two so far. Part one was basically an introduction, giving you a background as to where this content came from, establishing the journey so, you know, it's not just getting pulled out of somebody's butt And part two, we went over the beginning, the structure of, uh, you know, the the program and um, the pledge and the importance of what we're doing here and why we're doing this work and why we're taking our inventory and spending time on ourselves and, you know, the the basis of what is self-love and looking at what the definition is and, and how we get to that. So that's that's what we've covered so far. Yeah. And we and you know, we shared some stories, you shared some information, I shared some information on different areas on where this has impacted us in our lives in the journey of learning. And I think that it's been so useful to understand where you come from, where this started, and also Like episode one, I'll say of like season two, we're going to kind of consider this like the 2020 season. We talked about why we're doing it this way, like what matters to us, how we're coming into this next round of, these aren't interviews anymore. These are discussions where we're just, we're putting out there because we got something to say. We've got something to say. And we got a lot of it. We got a lot of it. And, And, you know, the thing that I really like that we are touching on, Courtney, is that there's everybody is at a different place in their journey. So if this part of this show does not resonate with you, maybe go back and listen to the first ones. Or if you feel like you've already done the work in this area, that's super freaking amazing. Aren't you proud of me? I didn't swear there. Yeah, it's good. I did you see it was like, yes, I did a ball with that. Um, and then move on to the next show because we have so much really great content. So today we are going to go into this part three and start talking about like what does it mean to be a confident woman? Yeah, we uh, there, there's yeah. So we'll go back. We'll do page three and four, and this doesn't necessarily correlate to how the program is structured online, and that's totally cool. We're just kind of going yeah. through the information, and as we said initially, everybody takes in information differently. So if you're an, an audio person, this is going to land, 
a bit differently than you know if you were to be watching these on a video. So, but everything is online. The um, suggested soul work because who likes homework? Ooh, I love it that you're starting. That, that's our new word. We're not soul giving homework work. anymore. This is soul work. Soul work, baby. Yeah. So you got your soul work. There's the acceptance card that you print out that you can put in your wallet and, and this is at girl.com to. let's yeah, go ahead girl.com g triple r l.com under the 2020 project tab in the nav and you will create a login get in there share this with as many people that you can and again once you've gone through the information then you can take them through the information and you know ideally it's it's you empowering yourself and then take it to your niece take it to your sister take it to your daughter and so forth because this is how we change the game so this is this is the important part of what we've talked about more than once already which is that this is not just about courtney's message this is not just about my message this is about us giving you permission right and empower you to share your message with other people because we know that there is so much more that we can do and you're part of it you are absolutely a part of it 100 percent. because all of this stuff that i'm spewing out that, that tab's spewing out we've all gained it from somebody else you know, and all of these so-called gurus, if you will, like you look at Tony Robbins and Mel—I forget her last name. Robbins. Robbins. No, 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 it's Tony <laughs> Robbins. It's not Mel. Robbins. No, but I'm pretty sure it is. Is it Mel? I know. I think so. I, I can't remember. That just got weird. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, whatever yes. his last name is. All these people, right? They're purely just re—they're—they're they're not reinventing the wheel. They're re-spinning and re-flipping stuff that's been around mm. for centuries and putting their filter on it with their experience mm. you know so we can't look and be like oh well i i don't know enough it's like yeah well neither did those people mm-hmm. you know you just take on board what you can and use it to the best of your ability and know that your story has power as long as we're using it for the right reasons and not to stay stuck but to move forward So with that, we will move into page three, which covers the four agreements. And this book changed my life. And it really should be one of the things that we need as a prerequisite to graduate. And as opposed to regurgitating who the 22nd president was of the United States or knowing the periodic table in chemistry. You know, all these things are, are great and they build character Right. But there are things that we aren't taught in this basic tools, like how to be happy. You know, so this book, again, changed my life. It's by Miguel Ruiz. And these agreements, they seem really simple. But once you give a crack at actually doing them on a daily basis, you'll find that it feels impossible on, on days. But again, it's it's a, for a lot of us, it's a it's a first step in the right direction. So. First one is to be impeccable with your word. And what what does impeccable mean, right? Because I can't tell you how many times I read this and then actually stopped and been like, oh, yeah, what does impeccable actually mean? It means perfection. It means to, to be perfect. So, you know, use your word. Um, as it says here, you know, with white magic as opposed to dark magic. So speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. And so if you find yourself gossiping, 
you find yourself talking negatively about yourself. You know, this one agreement can change your life. I know it did for my husband. He saw something on Facebook, funny enough, and it was like the 24-hour challenge of not saying anything negative or thinking anything negative. And you only had to do it for 24 hours. And it literally, this man, he, you know, and he's 15 years older than me. He's he's a little older. And uh, he, I was like, don't turn into a grumpy old man. We joke and laugh. But it kind of, you know, through all the trials and tribulations we've gone through over the past five years, it made a huge, huge impact on his life. And after that one day of challenging himself, he's become so aware now about how how his words impact mm. himself as mm-hmm. well as people around him, you know, because he's very influential. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, I you often lead and I follow. And when you're, well, let's keep it real, okay? I'm, I've, been <laughs> I leading, I've been leading the show. I've been leading the show, right? Oh, my God, right? who's driving this But it, we, we vibe off of each other so hard. If he is negative, <laughs> I am negative and, and so forth. So, be impeccable with your word. Uh, and let's let's really quickly just talk about this too yeah. in our careers because a lot of the work that I do on my other podcast, which is called Grit and Grace, is for women in leadership roles. Whether you're an entrepreneur or you are, um, you know, working up the ladder at a job or you are whatever it is that you do, we talk to women about their work life. And I think that being impeccable with your word in business is just as important as we are in our real life. And so day-to-day personal life, we can be really good at this, but if we don't carry it over into our workplace, we are missing half of what this this whole purpose of this these agreements are. And being impeccable with your word at, at work is not just following through on assignments and doing the tasks that have been assigned to you. It's also being radically honest. It's also mm-hmm. sitting down with your your boss or your business partner or your customer when something isn't working and you know when you make a commitment to be honest and discuss issues with an open mind honor it you know whatever that looks like in your life but just know that you can carry forward this honesty and integrity in all aspects of your business as well absolutely and then we're back to that radical honesty piece <coughs> that we talked about last episode and that was super powerful uh, the second one is don't take anything personally. Now, how difficult is that? I, can, I mean, on, honestly, I I think that this is work we're going to have to do every day of our lives for the rest of our lives. 100%. Uh, you know, in the book, he talks about if somebody walked up to you on the street and shot you in the foot that you didn't know, you know, it, it, that is purely a reflection of that person's experience and what they're going through at that time and taking something out on you, a perfect stranger that they don't know, and going to the extent of shooting you in the foot, like, how can you take that personal? You don't even know this person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that happens so often. Um, and these two agreements actually go hand in hand a lot of the times, which is number three, don't make assumptions. And, you know, it's so easy to assume everything, you know, like we were talking about in the previous episode, uh, somebody looks like they're confident and well put together, come to find out on the inside, you know, it's a night and day difference. They are full of self doubt and they're just putting up a front. You know, we assume we know everything. And what is that? <laughs> we, that? we also assume it's about us. Oh, absolutely. We're human beings. We are yeah. totally self-centered. So especially being in recovery and mm. it's a, uh, trademark of an addict and an alcoholic is we are super self-centered. Mm. It's all about us 24 seven. It's always about me. Uh, and you know, if someone, for example, is on your ass tailgating and, or uh, say the tailgating me and I might be like, 
you get off my ass, you dick, you know, yeah. screaming at him. And I, I take it personal because I'm like, well, you not like my driving, you know. Or who so do you I'm, think you are? That you, you you're you more are. important than me. And then <laughs> assuming that they're, yeah, I'm taking it, uh, that it's about me or what have you. But really, they might have to take a dump and they're about to shit their pants. And they got to get home. They got to get off the road. Or maybe they have somebody in the hospital they're going That's to right. see. Or they're, they're, or they're, you know, they're going to be late to a meeting and could lose their job and traffic has held them up. And yep. they're really stressed about that situation. Exactly. Yeah. And so we take all that on board and we make it about us. We take it personal. We make assumptions. And now we've put ourselves into this position where it's uh, negatively impacting us. So there is a video that really illustrates this point on not taking things personal and making assumptions. And we'll put it in the show notes, but it's the comedians key and peel and they have this skit and it's called the bully skit. And, uh, the two boys are pretending like they're in high school or junior high. I'm not sure. And, um, one of them is reading outside and the other one comes up. He's like, what's up dumb bitch? What are you doing? Reading stupid bitch. And it's, you know, it's, it's comedy and they're going over the top and it's funny, but at the same time you're able to see, you know, okay, well this guy is bullying this guy and you've come to find out towards the end. He says things like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm having thoughts about you know, other boys, and it's really making me feel uncomfortable because I don't know how to feel. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so yeah, blatant right. that it's funny, but at the same time, you're like, oh, okay, I, I get it now. And then his dad pulls up, the bully's dad in the truck, and he's like, get in the, car, get in the truck, son, so I can go drown my fears and, and beat you senseless like I beat your mom because I hate myself. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's funny, but at the same time, you're able to see, Oh, wow. Okay, so this kid is questioning his sexuality, is getting beaten at home by an alcoholic father who hates himself. And so it really paints a a picture on, you know, how easy it is for us to take things personal and make assumptions and what that does to us if we allow that to happen. The fourth agreement is always do your best. Now, this is radical, this this agreement right Mm -hmm. here. How many times do we feel like we've failed because we didn't get a certain outcome? You know, uh, and the premise of this agreement is basically saying if you always do your best in everything that you do, you can never fail. And our best is going to vary, just as we talked about previously, on your mental health, your, you know, current workload, your upbringing, your upbringing, you know, and it varies from day to day. You might be on the rag. You might have your period right now and your best is not going to be as great as when you aren't, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it really depends. Or if you didn't sleep the night before, like we, you know, mentioned, uh, so your best always is, is going to vary. But again, as long as we do our best and that there's no try, there's no try. Now, now that I've said that, because I've almost th- threw something across the table at your forehead like four times, <laughs> I know, but I, I didn't I because I was like, well, we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. So uh, a little fun game that you can play is, you know, if you're out around the house and you've got your kids or, you know, if you've got roommate uh, or at work. A friendly podcaster work. sitting across the table. That's right. You can take a little piece of string, make a necklace of some sort, and then get clothes pins, you know, something you'd hang up your laundry with outside. We don't really do that in the USA. Everywhere else in the world, you all like to dry your clothes outside. Which Mad is props. beautiful. Yeah. It, beautiful. I mean, I got a candle for that. That smells like fresh laundry. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, <laughs> not I'm just the saying, same. that not takes too much time. Not okay? the same. Not yeah. the same. But 
you take those pins and you put them on your necklace and anytime the other person says the word try and then mm. ah you grab their pin and at the end of the day whoever has the most you know uh clothes pins around their neck wins and you can decide what the winner gets the other person has to take you out to dinner or what have you but it will help you again everything is about creating awareness and when we realize how powerful our words are when we say them and the impact that that has on us you'll realize that you know and and thoughts become things yeah so if we're thinking certain things and then when we're saying it you know so if we start owning our language and owning owning our thoughts and saying, all right, I don't use the word try anymore. And we don't realize it because when you say you try, it just means you're kind of, I'll try, I'll try and make it. No, bitch, you're either pregnant or you're not. Mm-hmm. You're either, you know, they say shit or get off the pot. Like mm-hmm. you, you either, you, you're you, in or you're out. You do or you don't. You do or you don't. There's no, I'll try and make it. No, if you can't make it, don't make it. If you're going to come, come. But that also goes back to being impeccable with your word. It's, it's all tied together. Mm-hmm. And so these four agreements, if you can, you know, follow the follow these through, the the book Miguel claims that you will not experience needless pain and suffering as a human being, and that is profound, and it seems super simple. But we're like, damn, why weren't we taught these? You know, when we're seven years old, five that's, years that's old. That's going on the list. The things that we should have been taught as children. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. So it's it's life it's life changing. Again, it's never too late to incorporate new new practices. But again, the impeccable with your word. Give yourself twenty four hours. See how long you can if you can just stick to that and, and give yourself that challenge to not talk negatively about yourself or anybody else and in your head. You know, interrupt yourself when you start having those yeah, negative just stop. thoughts. And, and listen, it's okay if you start to. We know that. It, it happens. takes time for everybody, and we're humans. So we are going to have those moments, but you can correct it. Mm-hmm. Don't take anything personal. Remember that whatever somebody else does to you, so whether you're being bullied, and it's really difficult in the moment. Mm-hmm. Give you a short example. We had, there were two girls that were a part of our community, and actually it's it's a bit telling, and I won't go into detail, but nonetheless, they kind of, fell out and disappeared. And of course I took it personal and I was like, ah, what have we done? And, you mm-hmm. know, why, why would they, you know, fall out of love and what happened? And, uh, it turns out, you know, that it was just their own personal issue and they just needed separation. And it was just very fascinating, but it was like, I, I know better. I knew not to take it personal and I did anyway. So it's not like, you know, this is all of a sudden you're going to, again, start meditating and levitate off of a pillow. Or again, you're not going to wake up and be like, oh, today I love myself. And that's the way it's going to stay for the rest of my life. This is, it's an ebb and flow. But as long as we're aware of it and we can work on it, and that's all we, that's our, to the best of our ability, right? Agreement number four, we're going to do our best to work on not taking things personal, not making assumptions. What I was laughing at earlier, (laughs) I got sidetracked, squirrel, is uh, what do they say? Assumptions is... And when you make an ass out of you and me, I forget. Have you ever heard oh, that? There's, yeah, there's like a little summary of the actual word assumptions you can yeah, break it down to. Yeah, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Because, oh, that's assume. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. You make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Boom. Bah. Yeah. Well, I also want to talk about this part on don't take things personally. I know that there's like this, there often can be this interaction that takes place between humans where you leave feeling a little icky in your belly, like something you right? you might have an interaction. It could be at the gym. It could be at work. It could be in your family. It could be with your spouse or your kids. You have an interaction where 
it doesn't go very kindly. Like for some reason, it feels like there's tension or it's harsh. And we get that like feeling in our belly. Uh, One of the things that I was taught spiritually when we are looking at making assumptions, when those types of interactions happen, just take a minute, go back to your breath, like take three deep breaths and ask yourself, is this really about me? Or is it possible? Can I be curious enough to see that there could be some external situation causing what I'm feeling at this moment? And that word, be curious, I think should go in the title of don't take anything personally. Be curious instead. Maybe, maybe you did do something and maybe that's the case, but I would never, 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 ever want you to own that until you've had a conversation with whatever the situation is. And if it's a stranger, then you know what? F them. Don't take something personally for somebody that doesn't matter to you. Uh, remember the little story I told you about 84,000 yesterday? Ah. And we're going to talk about this really at length because I think it's such a good example. The question that I posed to Courtney was, if you, have, if you had $84,000 and I took 60 of it away as a complete stranger, would you say, oh, forget it, then fine. I don't want any of that money. I don't want, want $83,400 because you took 600 but that's the amount of time that we have in a day. If somebody takes 60 seconds away from your day, do you throw away the rest of the day? Do you say, oh, okay, some stranger I don't know has just hijacked 60 sex, sex, seconds. I just said sex, sex, sex. Yeah. <laughs> somebody get this girl the D. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Call the D ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, is that you know that if you give away some of your power from a stranger that you can have the opportunity to really, really give away too much of your time. So I just rambled. He didn't. That's accurate. And again, we actually have that, I think, for a future episode mm-hmm. in, in talking about how we can unravel our entire day over 60 seconds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just a different, I think that not making, not taking things personally, there's like two buckets for me there. It's within your network of people, you know, it's a little harder because you're connected to them. You, it's possible, right? There, there could be an exchange that happened that there is unresolved issues, but for complete strangers taking personally something you've done wrong based upon somebody you don't know that impacts your day. You know what? That shit's got to go now. Mm-hmm. Like that's stop now. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah. And um, what else was I going to say about that? Completely spaced squirrel. All yes, good. Our, I just went on a little <laughs> tangent. But my, my point was is that be curious about the reason. Be, be curious. curious is brilliant. And I think you should definitely get a library card and check that out and write it down. Mm-hmm. If you think it, ink it. If you mm-hmm. write something down, you have three times better chance of recall uh, when it comes to that. So um, just so if you can't write it down, you can come back and write it down. Come back and write it down. Yeah. So, okay. So the four agreements, that is that page right there. Now, if we move on to the next page on page number four, uh, again, this is just looking at confident woman versus girl. <laughs> again, a little a little elementary, but, you know, we, we used to say girls – G-I-R-L-S, whatever, compete with each other, women empower one another. So uh, looking at these these two splits here, you know, you've got um, uh, what is a confident woman? Like what, what's that look like? We're, we're looking at being honest, keeping your negative comments to yourself or your journal, uh, using charisma and or assertive communication skills to get what you want. I can't tell you how much I used to flirt, and we'll, we'll see the opposing side there in a second. Lives in the moment finds happiness within herself by doing what makes her happy, feels her best when helping others, forgives herself, eats clean, which is interesting, and treats her body like a temple. It is our temple. It's our vessel. We get one. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll get one. And of course, the the juxtaposed to all that is the opposite. So we're lying, we're gossiping and starting rumors, we flirt, act provocatively, and we're trashy. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. But that being said, you know, as a young person, I I flirted a lot. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't have daddy issues. My my dad, you know, is my best friend. He's a, a hero. He's always always been around and supportive. But I try and you know pinpoint and I'm like what was it that caused me to to act like mm-hmm. that you know and and that untamed charisma and I, I've always had charisma and again if you're if you're listening and uh, this will be a future episode we're going to go over is some some skills that um you know you, you should definitely know and and understand that you have and and charge tax if you do um, but being charismatic is something you can't teach you can't teach other people that and um it's something that you know it it's easy to abuse that if you have it and cross over that line to get what we want as and, women yeah, I mean, and girls in, interesting to think about that though that that is that is true i mean people like you and i which are kind of very similar we were born a little more extroverted and a different level of energy, right? Mm-hmm. A different level of energy. And I haven't really thought about the side of us that could take that for granted. And yeah, that's interesting. No, oh, I absolutely did. And mm. so many levels. And in saying that, there were so many teachers too. In retrospect, when I stop and I look back at it, you know, and and analyze my life, I there are so many older men in my life, teachers, even religious figures that well stepped over the line, Mm. well stepped over the line. But again, my part in that, uh, even though I was under 18, like I still, you know, you got to take ownership at some point because you're like, all right, well, where do you, you know, where do you say, oh, you were a child, you didn't, you know, have the capability to discern whether or not you were acting correctly or you needed more guidance. Or understood the consequences. Or understood the consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's a big, big part of it. But, you know, again, moving forward, you know, and it's different for everybody because we all have different maturity levels, but I knew damn well what I was doing, you know. So uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. And again, that's, the stuff is on here because it's a, a way for us to gauge our own actions and to question our own behaviors and to look at how we have behaved in the past. And then how can we inspire those before or after us to not make the same mistakes and to know, you know, we can have untamed charisma that can go south if we use it in the wrong manner, you know, and that can turn around and bite us in the ass and get ourselves into hot water, you know, as opposed to learning how to be assertive. And, and say, you know, no, here are my boundaries and here's why and feel good about it. So <clears throat> can I just say that I love it when you own your shit. Thank you. Truly. I receive. <laughs> yes, we made progress. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Thank Carry you. You're welcome. I put caught up living in the past or in the future. And that's all of us, mm. all right? That's human nature. And to be in the moment, you're like, what? And I'd hear that growing up all the time. Oh, be in the moment. There's no time like the now. Well, what does that mean? And when you break it down, it's like there. time does not exist. Time is a man-made thing so we can function in a society. Mm-hmm. Yes, the sun sets and the sun rises on a daily basis. However, this concept of time, we are either stuck in the past and replaying over and something over, over and over in our head, and that doesn't actually exist. It's gone. It's it's. We are the only mammals capable of you just replaying. Read, you literally just read my mind. Did I? 
we're, because you said we we're the only animals capable of replaying the past and developing an emotion based upon something that's not happening right yeah. now that's happened in the past. Yep. You just read my mind. It, it's a trip. I took my dogs out uh, for a walk. I was in Singapore, and there's this oh, absurd dog across the street, like Cujo. And if you're too young for Cujo, just know Cujo is not a nice dog. It was like this Japanese fighting dog, and it broke out of the gate, and it went, and it bit, didn't puncture the skin, but it bit Jet. I have two dogs, Biddy and Jet, super mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't know the reference to that, go listen Google to Classic Rock. Yeah, yeah Google, Google it. Just Google it. So the, the dog bit Jet, and I go off my head because I've already had conversations with this lady. I'm like, cage your dog, lock your gate, you know, because the dog had already broken out a few times. And every time every time you'd walk out the gate, and you just were like, ah, you're always on edge. And I'm like, this is bullshit. I pay a lot of rent here. I want to feel comfortable coming out of my own gate. This is not okay. And um, long story short, she, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was so angry at this point that I, I walked off with my dogs. And five minutes into the walk, I'm still, my face is red. My heart is pounding out of the side of my neck. And I'm pissed off. I look down and I see Jet. And Jet is just happy as a pig and shit, eating grass. Mm. So happy to be outside. And boom, she's in the moment. She was the one that got bit. She was the one that had her life, you know, endangered, what have you. And there she is, just moved on. Uh, yeah, moved in the on. moment, mm. just relishing in the sun, in the grass, and so happy to be outside. And that's when the penny dropped. You know, so a lot of times we hear these things. And for me, sometimes it takes six years for something to be like, oh, that's what that meant. Oh my God gosh, what? You know, so I always say sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, sometimes things come instantly. And sometimes it's literally years. So, you know, it was that experience where I was like, oh my goodness, that this is what being in the moment is, you know? And, and then as far as the future, yeah. And you'll see in the, in the next episode, when we get to the goal planning and, you know, it's okay to be in the future and, and, and have aspirations and, and, you know, think forward. But at the same time, how often are we there in that land of what if, what if, what if I can't pay my rent next week? What if they don't like me when I'm up on stage? What if I don't pass this class as opposed to being in the moment and saying, what can I do right now to be proactive and, you know, be productive versus saying, what if, and living in fear. And that is where anxiety lives. Anxiety lives in the future. Depression lives in the past. So if we go right into this moment, because that is all that exists, everything that is in our mind, whether it's the future or the past, does not actually exist. There's no existence of Mm. that. The only thing that exists is you hearing my voice right now here in this moment. That's it. Did that drop? That mm. did that hit your heart? I mean, I, I just I just sat here in silence for a moment. Yeah, yeah. I would have kept it. I would have kept it up. I typically like. I'm like, ooh, I don't like silence. I, I hate being still. That's why I haven't meditated in ten years. Anyway, moving on. We're gonna work <laughs> on that. I'm gonna work on not using try. That's right. Yes. And if you're t- gonna work on meditating. Meditating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna and work again, on that. We, accountability, buddy. Get you an accountability buddy. So this uh, is such good information. I, I just I want I want you to really just take a moment for those of you that are listening and just just sit with that for a second because 
what you just explained is really profound is that anxiety is our fear of what could happen in the future. Depression is our impact of what's happened in the past. And really none of it's true because, you know, we can change everything in the future. Yeah. Just the way our conversation <laughs> might happen over the next five minutes could change. So the future is not known. Right? 100%. The future is not known. I mean, okay, well, in some instances, the future can be seen in the sense that it is a possibility. But because we have free will, it's always changeable. It is. It's always changeable. My grandmother had her house in San Bruno. At she paid, I be, I'll believe it was paid off, and they'd been there for 30 years. Mm. It was a nice house, remodeled, collected art from all over the world. It was an amazing scrapbooker. Like She made some dope books and all of our baby pictures. I mean, books upon books upon books. My grandfather, who died of a brain tumor at 69, she had all of his possessions and belongings, right? Everything she's ever owned in her life. And uh, she's down working on a scrapbook. And a few minutes before the explosion happened, she was in the front room. And had she been sitting up there, she would have died because the explosion happened, the windows blew out. And even earlier in the day, actually had some friends. And unfortunately, he's passed away from addiction. But he was out working on her driveway, repaving uh, it. And the second cement truck was unable to deliver the cement. So they packed up, went home. And then 45 minutes later, PG&E, who's the gas company in California had a natural gas leak in one of their 30-inch main pipes, and it exploded in a giant tunnel of flames shooting up so high in the sky, you could see it from Oakland across the bay in San Bruno, right by the airport, the San Francisco um, International Airport. And the wind was blowing to the right, and that flame incinerated eight of her neighbors in an instant. Their houses immediately went on fire, and because she was down in the basement, uh, she, you know, her life was was spared, but all of a sudden the roof is starting to fall down, and her house mm-hmm. is, is on fire, and it sounded like she was like in a jet engine. She got her purse, got out. Long story short, she said, I, I never in a thousand years would have imagined that happening, you know, and now she's left with with absolutely nothing, you know. And it's just like you realize that, yeah, life is nothing is guaranteed. And how do we stay in the moment, you know, and that we're not and we say this and it's so easy to forget. I can guarantee you as soon as we're off this episode, 20 minutes after the fact, I might get boom back into a thought and all of a sudden I'm straight back to uh, oh my gosh, so much, so much to do. Mm. The Arnold's mm. coming up, moving mm-hmm. into our office. We've got yeah. this fit out and you go yeah. down this spiral right. again. It's human nature. Right. It's human nature. Right. So yeah. it, and right. it doesn't happen overnight, you know. I have to just add in a, a thought here. First of all, thanks for sharing that story. I didn't know that about your grandmother. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. She's, that's, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> like, I'm glad she's okay. I can't yeah. imagine. That's a. She's champion. <sighs> That is, that's incredible. That's a story of survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, recently in the news, we hear a lot about the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the, the people on board, right? And I had, a, I had a little moment. In fact, I wanted to do a little rant. I almost recorded a video to do a rant, and I didn't, but I, I almost did. And it was because I felt like, really, it takes somebody that we don't know to make us create a whole bunch of memes and comments about life is so short, life is so precious. Do we not already know that in our everyday lives? Are we not living like that? Because you know what? I know that. I mean, you know that I have been to the edge of not surviving because of health issues that happened. I had a surgical complication that landed me in the ICU, and I thought that might be the end. 
and it wasn't. Hooray! <laughs> but I, I actually, I, not a day goes by that I don't think about that, and not a day goes by that I don't think about the fact that I lost my brother-in-law to brain cancer at fifty. Like at 50, right? I mean, all of these things, it lives, I guess for me, because I've had that impact, that trauma, it lives with me on a regular basis. And so when I think about someone like Kobe Bryant dying, I I felt a little upset, you know, really upset that people, that's what it took for them to realize that life is short. Because And what's interesting though, is that will it will last. And this is my own experience. Again, I can't speak for people I don't know because we do that a lot in, in civilization, but it it lands and then it's gone. Yeah. You know, and so again, that's why this is so so great that we have these conversations yes. is because you are like, in my opinion, like a I won't say in a um you're a, like a sage, you know, where you're like, damn, how do you do that? Where you're like, I'm I yeah. practice gratitude every day. Yeah. And every time I've talked to you or met with you, you know, you're always up and and in a, a great space. And like for so many of us, and what I wanted to mention too is I'm not um discounting there's plenty of you out there and I, you know, being an addict and a, an alcoholic and recovered, of course, but uh we, you know, self-medicate through um chemicals and, and so forth with when we have depression and, you know, there's plenty of you out there that are, you know, have depression and again, are and taking um, meds for that and so forth. And we're not discounting that. Like it's still, it's not just something you can step out of. So I, I wanted to just point that out and make that clear that, you know, it, it is absolutely valid. Um, but again, there are, there are ways for us to look beyond that and say, okay, right. How, how do I start making my way out of that? You know, and, and how can I best utilize my medication to now find a little window to start seeing some tools that I might be able to use? Cause without the medication, everything was just dark and you couldn't even get out of your bed, you know? So not, we're, we're not saying that that is um, not the case, but what we are talking about is that that, that is where it lives mm-hmm. is in our, our past thoughts, generally speaking. So and but, life is, and life is, and we all know this. Life is, life is short. I mean, we are born to die. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like I read an article. Um, I feel like it was recently, and I wish I could. If I could find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But it was that we have, as at this point in time in civilization, we have lost touch with death. And the fact that we've lost touch with death has allowed our perception to be skewed, right? Like we forget. We don't think about death on a regular basis because we don't want to. It's scary. We would rather think about all these other things. We're going to deflect. We're going to go do social media and be distracted and pretend. But the truth is, is that many, many, many years ago, death used to be a part of everybody's life. Yeah, which you got the, the plague and... Yeah, I mean, it was around. <laughs> or even that you honored it in ceremony. I mean, people used to honor their death in their home every day or in the burial sites. I mean, death was a part of every day and it was a constant reminder that time is short. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe there's something to that. Maybe we need to have a show just about death. Like, how to bring the thoughts of death I into life. I think it's actually on the list. Oh, my gosh. Fear of death and yeah. dying. Yeah. It's, it's, and maybe let's not make it fearful. Let's make no, it the reality. Actually, I believe that's when the party starts. Mm. Full stop. Full stop. Yes. That we are in the matrix. And again, we're going to get into that in a future so episode deep. as well. So deep. But y'all, we are in the matrix, okay? So that's deep. That's real life. And if you're young and haven't watched that movie, get a library card and check it out and watch it because it will My change your card. life. Can't you just get it for free online now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pirate that shit. I'm, a, I'm like 10, almost 10 years older than you. And you talk, I'm talking digital. You're talking library. I'm like, this is funny. Um, oh, okay. So we're going to wrap up today. 
We are, we are, we are, uh, we are, uh, almost out of time. And the, the last few bits on here, you know, looks for happiness through other people, uh, never feels at her best, constantly listens to negative self-talk. It's dirty, too lazy to prepare you naughty girl, naughty, naughty, and treats her body like garbage. Um, one thing I, I like to point out too is, uh, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode as well as, as women's, you know, um, power with sex and sexuality. And why is it that, you know, we are, um, uh, shunned when we want to go out and, you know, pick up or what have you. But again, we have to look at the intent and the reasons, you know, if we're just putting ourselves out there and we're not getting something out of it, you know, and we're not making those choices or if we're doing it to please somebody else or to, to try and, you know, get acceptance or, or, you know, find some kind of title, then we need to take a look at that and be like, well, why are we treating our body like a visitor center? You know, this isn't a visitor center. I mean, this is a temple. And, you know, if you're going to come into my space and my temple, then you need to bring something. You need to bring your A game. You need to be bringing me breakfast in bed, bitch. You need to be picking me up from school. You need to be doing something. You need to be buying my mom flowers. You know what I mean? Like, if you want into my space, then you better work. You better put in the hour and the time. You know, it doesn't mean that you can't not freely go out and enjoy yourself and have as many partners as you want. But as so as long as you do that for your pleasure and not for somebody else's pleasure, this isn't a, a pack of Wrigley's gum. This isn't, you know, double your pleasure, double your fun. This is you doing this for yourself and not for somebody else's pleasure, you know? So there's a little side ramp for you, okay? I mean, word. <laughs> double your pleasure. <laughs> Double your fun. Double your pleasure. Only if you choose it. Only if you choose it. Wrigley, holler at me, okay? We're going to be getting sponsors (laughs) here pretty soon. But I love that. This is my temple. It is. This is my temple. Bring your A game to my temple. I used to just, I mean, like I mentioned in the previous episode, when after my sexual assault, I mean, I you literally yeah. hundred, yeah. Uh, close to a hundred people. Yeah. I mean, that's that's mind blowing, yeah. and it was purely because. And after sexual assault, it's uh, typical behavior to act out sexually. Yeah. You know, when you've been um, uh, assaulted. So you know, um, this is why I, we don't judge other people. Yeah, this is why when you see a friend, a neighbor, who's a quote member, unquote a slut, or you yeah, think, don't you know, don't she, judge, don't yeah. judge, right? Be curious. Ask questions, be supportive, you know, support one another, specifically women, support each other because you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know what goes on in somebody's That's right. life. The truth is you don't know. So what's the thought? What are we what thought are we ending on? What uh what soul work do we have? I think that we should have anybody that's listening ask themselves what area of what we just talked about can you work on? You know, take take that away. Do you know that you are being honest? You know, do you keep negative comments um, in your journal or to yourself? Uh, you know, do you use charisma and being assertive in your communication skills? Do you live in the moment? Do you find happiness in yourself and doing what makes just you happy? You. Do you feel your best when you're helping others? Do you forgive yourself? Do you eat clean and treat your body like a temple? If any of those you say no to, that's that's the sole work for today. Take that back. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that not everybody's listening and writing in their journal at the time that you're listening to the show, although we would like it if you were, but go to your journal right now and just say, okay, I know that I am I need this is something I need to work on. I'm gonna write it. Take your it. inventory. Don't take inventory. your don't take your neighbor's inventory. Don't take your sister's inventory. Take your inventory because that's how you're gonna build self-love is what you you can own what you need to work on. You know what you actually are good at and you you utilize that, but continue to do the work. 
That's it. That's what's up. That's it. I'll be back. Are you this is Courtney Olson thanking you for joining us. If you want to keep up with us and join us some more, find us on our website at girl.com. That is G-R-R-R-L.com. You can find our newsletter on there to sign up for that and stay in the now. Or find us on our Instagram at girl underscore clothing. That's girl underscore clothing. And remember, you are enough. <laughs>